You're listening to Private Suite. everyone we are back in the suite my name is rich and i am joined here by my co-host we have indy what's going on we got ognos what's up and we got private suite staff member casino joining us today casino what's going on howdy Woo! i'm glad to be here glad to have you on guys uh what's what's new in your your lives this week chilling chilling and shit uh yeah pretty much just chilling and um just like getting hyped up for New Year's party and a couple other things going on here in San Francisco. Cool. I plan to subject myself to tortures tomorrow. What do you mean? Tortures. Kind of. I'm going to the dentist. Ah, oh, okay. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. Getting any teeth pulled or anything? <laughs> no, but I still don't like going. Ah, okay. Makes you sense. Gotta find a good dentist. I hated the dentist, and I've now I find a good one that I fucking love, and now now I'm super super down for the dentist. I mean, the dentist can only be as, you know, as good as they can be. Even yeah. a good dentist is probably going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, last time I went, I had to get a a deep clean. So they actually have to give you anesthetic and then they, they do it in two sessions. So I had to go twice to get that. Um, and then I had my, I had two wisdom teeth pulled. So that was lots of fun. That's a lot. Lots of fun. Yeah. But they put you under for the wisdom teeth. So you, you don't feel anything. It, it really, that, that was actually better than the deep clean. Yeah, it's so. uh I got my uh, wisdom teeth pulled a few years ago, and uh, you know they did the whole you know all right you know count to ten, and I got to like yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they put that mask on you, you just go down instantly. It's uh, it's kind of nice. You just don't even it's feel pretty anything. sweet. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind it's kind of nice. So I was going back and forth. They said, do you want local anesthetic or do you want want the gas? And I'm like, eh, maybe I'll just do the local anesthetic. Give me the gas. Fine. Give me the gas. And, and like the Give dentist the can't tell you to do one over the other. But he's kind of like describing it like, well, I mean, you, you, you'll probably be fine with that, but you'll feel some like pulling or you'll feel some, and I'm like, he's like just going as long as he can trying to explain it. And I'm like, you know what? Just give me the gas. I'll be fine. He's like, yeah, you should just do that. That'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the one time I got my teeth pulled was when they took out my wisdom teeth when I was in boot camp in the Navy back. Oh, damn. Mid two thousands. And, um, so you don't get a choice. They literally just put the local anesthetic and then they put something over your face. The rusty pliers and just yank it out. Yeah, just basically <laughs> pulling it out shit. with rusty pliers. You just hear the drill. You don't see anything. And you just like feel someone just yanking something out of your mouth. out. It's pretty terrifying. Drill? Oh, my God. That's that's half the torture, though, is that they decided to use the most intimidating sounding <laughs> tool yep. to get this job done. Yeah. And the fact that they have this like blindfold looking thing on you and you don't, all you do is just hear everything and you're just like wondering what yeah. the hell is going to happen. <laughs> it's very uh, Lynchian in it's nature. Pretty, it's pretty primitive. Yeah. I had it on the sub on the topic, just so everybody gets their story. I had a teeth pulled and the guy, the w- wisdom tooth, and the guy said he would never do it again. If he, if he could go back, he would not have done it because it was so fucking tangled up in there. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Like tangled up in what? Just it was twisted. It was like all curled up and twisted around. 
And so he couldn't get, get like a, a good angle to like pull it out. It was deep yeah, back in there. Dude, I don't even like thinking about that. <laughs> it gets to a certain point where you can't like actually do anything about it. Like I, when I went and did it, they said you can do it now and you might as well do it now. But if you don't do it now, don't do it, period. Just kind of keep an eye on it and then see if it gets bad. Because um, yeah. I did it preventative. There's nothing wrong with mine, but I just did it preventatively. So Yeah, I should have done that. I was I didn't go to the dentist for like eight years, maybe more. Um, it's really easy to do. And then you just it kind of gets away from you. Then you end up with. Yeah, I was like, as soon as I start, I went dentist. to college, I was just like, fuck that. I'm on my own. Woo, party time 24-7. You know, like no way I was going to do the dentist. Although I did have kind of coverage from my school which uh, I kind of regretted after I was done school, but now I have coverage, so I've been going along. You Canadians with your universal health care and whatnot. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It was is. a percentage. It wasn't like. 100%. Still. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, to get away from the private suite dental talk uh, yeah. conversation. <laughs> Can we play here. some music? So, it's a dental episode. Play what kind of music? I want to play a Danger 1989 song. Go for it, dude. You know Danger 1989, Danger Falcon? I will now. Shout out to you, Danger Falcon. <laughs> okay, it's coming out to you. Falcon, so good. What what album is that off of? Blush. All right, so I am looking at the right album. It's Blue Screens. Uh, he did a split with Blue Screen. He's actually the gentleman that co-runs Golf Audio. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's so good. Cool. It's like it's that's like a like you know, you have to listen to the album as a whole and like understand his style to get it, especially the beginning. But it's like it's next level shit man i love his stuff well i think most vaporwave uh, should be listened together as albums i think that there's very few uh vaporwave songs that uh are simply just good on their own uh, i think that's vaporwave to be best experience needs to be mm-hmm. you listen to the whole album or nothing is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> we've had that discussion a few times on this show yeah so that song it's... was sorry powdering my nose off of blush <laughs> check it out Cool. Well, uh, right guys, what are we, um, aside from powdering our noses, uh, what are we listening to this week? Uh, I've been going back to like lo-fi hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those just those YouTube study beats channels. Yep. Um, I was just working and I threw that shit on and I was like, man, I love lo-fi. So then I started throwing on tapes and, um, I have the vinyl for this too, but I recently got the tape. It's, uh, the record around the world by Saib. S-A-I-B period. He's fucking amazing. Um, there's still vinyl available if you're into that sort of stuff. We'll link it. Um, yeah, man. it's He's like cool. next level. One of my favorites for sure. Cool. Casino, what about you? 
Um, I've been pushing this album kind of hard, but only because I like it so much. Uh, I tweeted about it recently. But uh, a recent release on uh, Palm 84 by Conwave, uh, an album called Bad Ideas. Um, it is one of my very favorite new uh, ambient albums. Uh, I love it to death, and I uh, want to give this guy as much support as possible. Very oh, nice. Oh, Conwave. Yeah, I bought that tape. I think it's a, I think it's an absolutely great ambient album. Cool. Agnos? Um, Negative Gemini came into town last Thursday, so I've cool. been spending a lot of her music. Mm, getting your dance on. I'm also up, uh, right? And then um, I, I gave a listen for Yule, the Serotonin 2 album, and that thing has been blowing me away. I haven't had it on repeat probably in the last like three days. Nice. <laughs> was just, it's such a really good album. And then uh, from the last time we all talked, I also introduced myself to Death Grips kind of earlier in the week, and I've been kind of <laughs> digging through all their stuff. Man, that is just wild. And nice. I, I can't nice. believe I haven't like, really listened to them before, but I kind of see where all the hype is at. Their music's pretty cool. Very, very interesting. cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, I know uh, tons of my friends absolutely absolutely uh, swear by them, and I'm kind of afraid to listen to them now. It's, it's, a, it's an experience, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't been listening to too much, been kind of all over the place this past week. Actually, today I was just, I was actually in New York for most of the day today for work. Um, so like not crazy, but, I uh, had a little Moe shop on, uh, a little DDS earlier in the week. So, um, just general smattering of usual vaporwave future funk stuff. So nothing new or groundbreaking from, from my end here. Speaking of future funk. Speaking of future funk. Essential tickets are out. Um, what is essential? What is essential? <laughs> Please tell me what more. What is essential? Well, let me tell you. It's a three-day future funk concert in Toronto in April. And wave, wow. two, wave two of the artists is going to be announced soon. The tickets are up now. Uh, it's like $30 American for three-day festival. So it's like 10 bucks a day. It's pretty... Not bad, I would say. <laughs> it's like 850, 900 Canadian. Yeah, it's 40. I, I, I'm Canadian. not sure of the exact exchange oh, rate right now. But, I was about know. to say, I hope you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your money is going to be worth a lot up here, guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, but speaking of essential, um, that kind of leads me into my first topic that I wanted to talk about. Uh, so the first group of artists was announced, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago. Um, and the, the headliner that was on there was Macross 8299. Um, super stoked, super glad to see Macross. I was supposed to see him a year ago with Young Bay in New York. Macross dropped out due to some visa issue or something like that. Didn't get to see him. That's a shame. Yeah. That would have been a good show. It would have been an awesome show. I was super looking. I specifically bought tickets for the New York one as opposed to the one that was 10 minutes from my house in Philly because Macross was going to be at that one. So, but it didn't show. So I see this essential has Macross. I'm like, yes, I'm going to go. Could finally see him. It's going to be an awesome time. And then Macross drops out for whatever reason. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I don't know if it was scheduling or something, but they dropped out. Um, also this isn't, this doesn't seem to be the first time that obviously from across, but there's been other acts that have kind of dropped out of shows and festivals and stuff recently. Um, so my question is what kind of impact, if any, could this have on the live scene, uh, for Vaporwave for Future Funk, uh, negative, positive, um, you know, what, is it bad that this is kind of happening right now? that these shows are being billed with uh, these headlining acts and then they're just not there 
I mean, absolutely. I can't think of a way that – I mean, look, there's a lot of things that we shouldn't take uh, from more mainstream music. I'm happy that uh, Vaporwave is so fringe, and I do want it to keep its uh, a good chunk of its fringe elements. Uh, but with that said, uh, I mean, I don't know who's at fault uh, yeah, for these cancellations yeah. and these no-shows, but uh, whoever is at fault, it's not professional. Uh, you got people that are buying tickets – um you know to see you and if you've made a commitment i think i maybe i'm old-fashioned but i think they should do everything in your power to uh meet that commitment yeah, i mean I, I get things happen like at electronic con 2 yeah there was um was it fire tools, fire tools. They, they didn't make it there yeah there was an issue with the flights and and the, the flight ended up getting canceled they couldn't make it i i get it it happens like it's that's just life sometimes um but like this is the second concert that i've mm. been excited to see macross at and have them cancel like I'm, it's not like i'm not gonna go now because they're not gonna be there i'm definitely still planning on going and it's gonna be an awesome show but uh it just sucks that you kind of get your hopes up to see one particular artist and then they just drop out it almost like makes you second guess like wanting to buy tickets to go see them in the future because who knows like it just it's like a crapshoot if you're actually going to see them yeah Oh, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's, it's, you say that you're not uh, dropping out, but quite frankly, you know, it's, I absolutely love Macross's music. If I found out that he was dropping out, I probably wouldn't, I probably, I'd probably cancel. Okay. Agnos, do you have anything to, to note? Yeah. yeah um, because Macross got, uh, he dropped out of the, the lineup before the tickets went on sale, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. That's good. At least. Yeah. So now I'm just wondering. That's good. Like nobody like already bought their tickets. People are buying tickets now. I already know ahead of time that he's not going to be there and correct I'm sure they hyped it up but correct there will be a replacement in wave two mm-hmm. right and so and the first time that he wasn't able to go to the new york show was a visa issue so that's kind of was also out of his control too and it's again like that stuff happens it's it's that's just life like certain things happen um it's more like okay there's a a pattern here and is it like reliable to ever even market them on a show if you know the two big shows that they've been marketed on now in the U.S. have gotten dropped out and gotten yeah, canceled. Yeah, in Macross's situation, I think the first one was, you know, it, shit happens, Visa. Mm-hmm. The second one, right. someone fucked up. Who cares? I don't think there's a pattern or there's any established negative ongoing things. I think there yeah. is there is a, a sort of awareness right now of people being like, okay, you know, is everything... Um, it was Electronicon sort of a spectacle. Are we going to be able to keep up the momentum? We mm. are seeing it with smaller shows, but it did happen at Essential. Um, but I don't think like I think everyone's doing their absolute best, and I I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I I don't think uh, it's it's really anything for anyone to worry about. One thing you know happened. Uh, mm-hmm. What are some yeah. other I, examples like? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I still think that it's because uh, Vaporwave is still kind of, I feel, relatively speaking, pretty new to the live scene. So I think there's a lot of growing pains that are just going to happen until we get more accustomed to planning these big events and getting together and making sure everything goes with the, with little mistakes mm-hmm. and stuff happening like yeah, that. Yeah, like it's yeah. all good, Absolutely. man. We're all going to fucking have an amazing time. Everyone not these other shows is going to have an amazing time. We just oh. Everyone's got to keep being stoked it's right. gonna be good. it's gonna be good <laughs> yeah times. I'm, I'm not saying that no one's gonna have a good time and it's like well our essentials ruined because he's not gonna be there like no that, that's no, some the people farthest be. thing from the truth it's <laughs> yeah. it's just okay like when do you start being aware of it and when do you start mm-hmm. you know 
this is weird. I'll I'll tell you how many fucking in the metal scene, a lot of the people have criminal records, so they can't get into Canada, but they just try. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And we don't know as fans, especially growing up. I've been going to metal shows since I was like 12. So it's like, I don't know, was that 20 years? I've been going mm-hmm. to shows and I've, there's so many fucking bands that like they only came once actually, but they were supposed to come like 10 times. I bought tickets for one band. Like there's probably been a hundred concerts where there's been a band that I wanted to see. Uh, so like one out of how many are there at essential? Was it so far? It's like 50. Like, yeah. <laughs> wave I mean, two is coming out too. I think, I don't know how many there's going to be. I wonder but, how many, yeah. Wave two is going to have. I'm really curious. Guess we'll find out soon. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to be announced, but I'm trying to get some people. It's like it's not just future funk. It seems too. By the way, uh, there's like some electro shit and lo-fi style stuff, and even like dubstepy shit, mm-hmm. which is pretty That'd dope. Be pretty cool. I'm tickled by the fact that lo-fi uh, now has a live scene. <laughs> oh, it's a huge live scene. You ever heard of a uh, young Bay plays with him? He's from Toronto, actually. Uh, Swum, S W U M. Swum. Um, I think he was here at the the Valentine's Day show that they did in San Francisco for the very first um, Future of Funk. Yeah, Lo-Fi is fucking picking up, yo. It's dope. Yeah, he he was he had a really good set. I really enjoyed that. I don't. I can't imagine listening to Lo-Fi while not studying slash relaxing <laughs> <laughs> and watching an anime girl do the yeah, same. Yeah, well, there's gonna be lots of anime lots of anime girls. essential. I'm sure. <laughs> So get, your, get sure. your passport, get I your I would ticket. be disappointed if there wasn't any anime girls at Essential. <laughs> yeah. There's like a huge like future funk scene in Toronto, it seems here. Like anime, be, um, what's it called? Kawaii Base is the is mm-hmm. the, uh, the dealie, the people, yep. the group. And they, they throw some massive shows. And they're they're do- doing something to do with, with Essential. They, they really helped out a lot with the first one. They have a smaller part in the next one, but we'll, we'll see. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's enough about Essential. But get your tickets, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks about Macross, but it should still be a good yeah, show. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most absolutely. I can't wait to see this through the second headline. Like the, There's supposed to be two big people, so now there's going to be a replacement as well. So there's going to probably be like two big announcements and then a bunch of other big-ish to smaller people. So anyway. Cool. Uh, what else do we have? Ognos, you have uh, something for us. Oh, yeah. So I got home from work today and I had a package and this was um, I was just spinning this earlier. I got finally got my 2814 repress for a birth of a new day with the purple and pink marble. Um, I took some nice pictures of it. I'm going to put those up some point. And yeah, I was just spinning it earlier. It's really excited. I've been I've listened to this is like kind of one of the first albums I listened to when I got into Vaporwave. So mm. I'm just obsessed with it. And I've I probably played it hundreds of times so did you see from that that, sorry was this this from that full like uh dream catalog repress they did right this is the the newest repress straight from dream catalog so cool um so those are i know i bought this probably what like three four months ago some long time ago and um Mm -hmm. that was that long ago it was it's been a minute (laughs) yeah i grabbed some tapes yeah, so they're finally getting delivered. So I'm really excited that I finally got this in my hands. And it looks really nice. So and it sounds pretty good too. So did you see the artwork online and you're like, whoa, what is that? And then that's what brought you down the rabbit hole. Like in a way, I know you're into George Klein and stuff too, but mm-hmm. um and then because that well, the artwork was like right around, I think when the vinyl dropped, like mm-hmm. it was the vinyl artwork was everywhere. I don't know what how soon 
the record came up before that, but uh, record meaning album, not vinyl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um, because I, so, I definitely remember it blowing up. I don't remember when the artwork uh, or when it came out. Um, oh, I'm sorry. What was the question that you were asking? Well, because you missed the, when you discovered it. Was it when the vinyl came out and you missed the vinyl? Now the vinyl's here and you finally have it. Oh no. Um. So I I because I, this was like when I first started listening to Vaporwave, I kind of just found a Spotify playlist with like thousands of songs in it. And I was just playing through it. And then I came across, that's where I came across George Clanton. And then I also came across uh, HKE in 2814. And I was just like, okay, this is really cool. And mm-hmm. and the artwork obviously kind of caught my eye too. And had that really cool cyberpunk, purple, Japanese aesthetic to it. And so, the best. and it, that's, in the, and then I like this song, this album's really tight. And then I realized like, oh, everyone kind of likes this album. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I never caught like an earlier pressing of this. I didn't even, I was just assuming because I don't like buying pressings like secondhand off Discogs or anything. I just don't feel, it's just not me. Personally, I'd rather give my money straight directly to the artists or the labels as opposed to some guy that's a scalper trying to upsell Mm -hmm. it to me. Mm -hmm. But that's just just me. Um, So when I found out they're repressing it, so I, I had to pick one up and then I I waited patiently for many months. (laughs) It's yeah, I'm looking at the, the repress online right now. It is very pretty. It, it's gorgeous. It looks really nice. I, mm. I got some nice pictures. Yeah, the interior flat mm-hmm. too. I That's took some really cool pictures. Uh, I didn't lose my SD card this time. <laughs> I have it. I had it like sitting on my back patio, and it was like just about sunset. So I got a bunch of like really cool pictures, and the sky is all purple and stuff too. So I'll put some. Uh, fingers crossed for Rain Temple repress. Yeah, I don't know. I think they said that was going to be the last of it, but you, you never know. I, I, don't quote me on that, but I remember something about that. Wait, what's that? We should quote you on it? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely quote him on it. Uh, you heard it. You heard it here, fo- here first, folks. Um, can we play another song? Go for sure. it, my dude. There, what song? well, on Palm eighty four. Remember we were talking about VA ten earlier and the spooky vaporwave mm-hmm. thing they were working on. So it came out. Yeah. I know yes. it's a little bit past Halloween now, but if you're still into that mood you can check out the record um so i don't know what song i want to play off of. you know there's so many different artists and i love what's really dope about this is they featured a whole whack load of like smaller artists like i was just talking to some random dude oh yeah CompuServe. he's on our twitch all the time like chilling out saying what's up like a lot My a- man. and he has a song on here so you know what let's <laughs> let's play CompuServe's song here oh yeah Last night I had the strangest dream. I sailed away to China in a little rowboat to find ya. And you said you had to get your laundry clean. Didn't want no one to hold you. What does that mean? And you said, Ain't nothing gonna bring my stride. Nobody's gonna slow me down. that is on the spooky record <laughs> i was wondering like, we where it was going i'm like all right this is kind of just like a remix yeah kinda. and then it's like ah there's there, the vapor there it is there's there the drop there, there we is. go there yeah. it is 
They had us in the first half there, not going to lie. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't heard it before. Love it, copy serve. It's funny because like, I've been watching a lot of streams on Twitch, whether it was um, the Pacific Plaza stream that they had. I think it was last week or the week before. And then um, there was some other. Oh, we were uh, streaming us packing up all our magazines. And mm-hmm. I keep running into CompuServe literally in every single stream that I've been uh, hopping into <laughs> for like the entire last week. Yeah, it seems like a cool mofo. I don't really know him, but I'm getting to. Oh, no, he's a great guy. Uh, you got anything you want to talk about there, Casino? Uh, yes, but I don't have a good segue about it. Um, oh, someone... I just made one for you. He just did it for you, so we're we're there. I, w- I, w- I want a better segue. Someone say something about twenty. Uh, we, we were already talking about it. We were just talking about his uh, HK about uh, twenty fourteen. So oh, there speaking of go. HK, oh, HK, what, what you, you got caught it. <laughs> Good catch. Uh, have you? Uh, I don't know if you uh, follow HKE on Twitter. Yes, we do. Sometimes. Have you seen some of his posts? Not the Kanye <laughs> stuff. Uh, have you seen some of the uh, posts about uh, his views on Bandcamp? I forget. I, th- I, th- I remember laughing. What happened? <laughs> That's a good sign. Let me pull up uh, the exact tweet, but it's definitely a, a hot take. All right, bring, bring it on. It's hard to follow because he, t- he tweets a lot. He definitely has the tweet storms when he goes. His whole Twitter account can just be like renamed hot take. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an interesting dude to say. I, I've said that multiple times on this show after we had him on, I think, on like the third episode to yeah. talk about stuff. And every time after him, like, he's an interesting dude. <laughs> that, that's about that's that's what you can say about him. I mean, that's he's cool. an interesting yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I watch his YouTube vids sometimes. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the word. This isn't the tweet I was talking about, but this is a good example. Uh, he's responding to this uh, guy called PR Trail. Uh, PR Trail says in response to uh, HKE. Bandcamp and Vaporwave are a match made in heaven. I still listen to physical music at first and foremost, including your recent 2814 vinyl reissue, but Bandcamp is still a very viable platform for do-it-yourself artists in any genre to release albums. And uh, HKE responded simply, I would see it be destroyed. The dude really hates Bandcamp. Well, yeah, he made his own website a while back there, right? He has a, yeah, he has pretty strong opinions. Yeah, and it's like fucking they take... they. They take a lot of shit, you yeah. know? It's like they, 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 they don't do really shit do all. take they take a lot of money. <laughs> Cat Corpse said the same thing, you know, fuck it, I'll make my own shit. Mm-hmm. When was this that he tweeted that? Like today or yesterday? Uh, yesterday? Uh, the first one was him saying like something about Bandcamp sucks, yeah, and just like Vinyl Forever. People label take labels more seriously because uh, they like put their hands on the work and it's like you know, a passion and shit. Well, I don't want to do a disservice to HKE here, and I, w- I uh, really uh, want to find the full tweet. I, I fucking, on the VCC, I'm like, I'll, I'll fucking call people out and shit sometimes. People give me props for it, and I'm like, yo, give people respect. Don't fuck around. Everyone was like, thanks for saying that. I'm like, that's what's up. That's not quite what HKE is delivering, I guess, <laughs> the message, but... <laughs> well, I guess what I want to ask is, what do you think about Bandcamp's relationship with Vaporwave? It's fucking, it's the way, mm-hmm. it's the way it's found. Bandcamp and YouTube, man. Like, fuck SoundCloud. Yeah, basically. It's an, it's organized in a way that SoundCloud really isn't. Um, mm-hmm. And it gives a way for artists to not only share their music and post it, but also monetize it in a way and create a back end for payments and, you know the actual logistics of distributing music. So I, I think it's like the type of music and the type of, I guess, grassroots uh, foundation that Vaporwave has, that it is made by the community, essentially, uh, is perfect for Bandcamp. 
Like that, mm-hmm. that's what Bandcamp was made for, whether it's Vaporwave or Synthwave or indie rock or anything like that. It, it's all for small artists and an up and coming artist. Yeah. SoundCloud used to be good, especially for future funk. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think that more people should kind of uh, follow suit and uh, maybe start, you know, slowly uh, easing off Bandcamp or. And, and go where just go to, strictly to streaming or somewhere else eh, i mean <laughs> uh yeah i mean i guess more independent well i think hk is trying to say everybody make their own website <laughs> i mean like uh what is the cat court was talking about that during his interview is that people could make their own websites but it's just that showing and also who else said that i think it was alex was talking about um being able to show up on the, the homepage or in the search is like when you're ranking it really brings a lot of exposure to you through Bandcamp, and that's kind of the the benefit of it. I know Spotify has kind of been stepping up in terms of the amount of vaporwave and stuff that's been on there recently. But honestly, I, I I'm not an artist. I don't know how much money you can make potentially off of streaming on Spotify or or on Bandcamp or whatever. But I would think that even if you're paying like a dollar for an album, you're probably going to be giving that artist more money than if you stream their album a hundred times off of Spotify because you're usually making pennies or, or fractions of pennies every time you you stream something. So um, I, I think it's more lucrative for artists to be on Bandcamp as opposed to strictly relying on streaming or something like that. Um, the thing about Spotify, though, is that um, they're very strict. And like if you were to go through DistroKid and everything else, they're very strict about the samples. And Bandcamp isn't. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's a big reason why you don't see a lot of stuff on there. That's why exactly uh, Floral Shop has been on there a few times and gets mm-hmm. removed promptly like, after each time. Also, thanks to Bandcamp, you can go to our website privatesweetmag.com and go to this discover tool. The discover uh, privatesweetmag.com slash discover and thank and you check out all the fucking awesome album al- vaporwave albums that people are putting out. Talking about a slick segue right there. Yeah. Checks in the mail, Casino. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled on the on along the way, but I found the quote I was looking for, by the way. Okay. Later. Uh if uh and this is uh HK, uh HKE's uh Twitter on November third. If you don't think it's fucked up, that's a Silicon Valley tech corporation has cornered the entire underground music market and transformed it into its own vanilla little culture that nobody can break out of then feel free to keep making dumb emotional statements at me. The thing is, I don't think people are locked into it. Like, I mean, look at a hundred percent electronica. Once they realized that they had enough pull to go and move everything to their own website and then keep all their money. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. It takes a lot of work to get there. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work to get there. I don't see people talking about this very much like as a problem. Um, maybe, maybe it is, but like, I don't know. Like, if if there was a, if it was a big enough problem, people would be talking about it, and there would probably be a solution. Like people be creative and you know make something better. You know things always change. Like SoundCloud, that's what SoundCloud was back in the day. Two Swedish guys, two like bedroom producers, wanted a place for people to upload their shit, and then SoundCloud had to end up monetizing it because it got too big. YouTube, same thing with YouTube. Maybe same thing with Bandcamp. But I think good old. it's just. It, it gets to the point where it can start as like a small thing that people like, and then it gets bigger. It starts making money, mm. and then it becomes the evil thing that people hate. Uh, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. it's how many we, – we've seen it so many times in, in every industry that something started off as small and cool and, and 
now it's the big oh, evil. I have no doubt that you know, Bandcamp will one day become as corrupt as YouTube. But with that said, I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, and it's, then when it does, know. there'll be something else that'll pop up that people will jump to next. Yeah, exactly. Let's hope solve so. all the problems that Bandcamp currently Either way, has. there's lots of vaporwave to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Speaking of new vaporwave to listen to, <clears throat> there's a new, I believe I spoke about this, Aqua Blanca. Dude, Indy with the fire segues today. Like, you can't even <laughs> stop them. It's just insane. Oh, I'm all about that. All about them fire segues. Um, they put out that crazy, awesome Asutenki tape mm-hmm. and they're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're really awesome people. Uh, check out that label. There's going to be a lot of interesting, like handcrafted homemade stuff coming from there. Uh, so cool. keep your eyes peeled. And I think they might still have some tapes of something. The Asutenki tape t- sold out so fast. That was like two minutes or something. I said, I, I heard. Oh damn. Really? Yeah. There's two or 20. I'm wow. seeing the two in my mind. And also, I saw that there was a new vaporwave producer from Antarctica. That's what it says How on his band camp. Is someone from Antarctica? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's what it says. I'm going with it. Some researcher that's not like just stationed out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure this guy's not from Antarctica. I was going to say, there's no such thing as from Antarctica. Oh, that's the aesthetic, man. That's the aesthetic. You got to go with it. But now I got to look up and see, has anyone ever been born in Antarctica? I think there's been like one person. Has there really? Well, it's where where, where you you live, not where you're from. He's called Alt Control. Oh, wow. The album is (laughs) LifeNet. It's very interesting. Should we play a song from it? I wasn't planning on that. I'll play a short one. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Sure, let's go. Do you like to draw, or paint, or maybe just sketch and doodle? Well, if you do, chances are you have the interest needed to become a serious art student. To find out, simply call toll-free, and Art Instruction Schools will send you this enjoyable art test. There's no cost or obligation. Take the test at home in your spare time, and mail it to us when you're done. Our experts will review and grade your test. Call our toll-free number today for your free art test. Don't let the wonderful world of art pass you by. To get your free art test without cost or obligation, call this toll-free number. Don't del- I love vaporwave. This reminds me. This is great. This reminds me of the uh, the Wilson Arcade album. The uh, Saturn tapes, uh, like that demo tape from yeah. Saturn SC2 in like the <laughs> mid '90s, um, it's got that same kind of kind of vibe to it. Oh, that's so good! And I remember that commercial. Like I remember, like it the the guys like, oh, become an artist and take the test, and there's like they drew like a parrot or something. Like that was part of the the test to to get it done. Mm. I can I can like picture the commercial like, in my head. I'm actually gonna <laughs> buy this album right now and listen and. Uh... To a few uh, <laughs> clips from uh, some of the songs, and no, they don't all sound like that. Um, and uh, I think uh, this is a really solid album. Yeah, I'll give it a buy. This Alt Control record, yeah, Life Net by uh, by Alt Control. Check it out, folks. Yeah, Antarctic vaporwave, <laughs> authentic yeah. Antarctic vaporwave. Yeah, that song was called <laughs> TV, so that makes sense. Yeah, and so I just found out that there was there's at least. 11 children have been born in Antarctica. Really? From like the 70s up to now. 
Oh, look at that. I want to know what kind of legal like rights they have. Right. So if you're born in Antarctica, ass- I would assume you're probably the citizen of whatever your settlement you're flying on, the flag is under. Oh, that's weak. So like like a Norwegian settlement there would you'd be a citizen of Norway or if you're a US citizen um US settlement you would so forth. So. I absolutely want my first child to be born in international waters. But I how how dope would it be though if so like if you have a US passport I mean any passport is the same but um US passport it, it lists your place of birth um regardless of what you were who you were a citizen of uh, when you were born so imagine how cool it would be to have like a US passport but it says place of birth like Antarctica on there it would be cool that would, that would be, be really sick. cool where were you born oh in the cold vastness of space <laughs> yeah imagine <laughs> that somebody being born on like the international space station few hundred miles over the uh, Pacific Ocean. Yeah, you're not even an Earthling. You're at that point. You're just a spaceling. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the first legit alien? The first legit alien. Like technically, Te- you would technically be, you is good enough for me. Make split. it happen. Technically correct is the best kind of correct. <laughs> yeah. So yes, this is the next milestone. That's the next milestone. It's like oh, you're only you're born in Antarctica. It's like bro. Check this out. I was born in space. <laughs> I was born in the Soyuz capsule right there. The like, Soyuz capsule. <laughs> oh, geez. Sputnik and I went to day sc- uh, preschool together. Oh, also, uh, speaking of the Halloween music. Sorry, that was a terrible segue. Yeah, that segue wasn't that great. He's letting it, go- <laughs> he's, he's let it go into his head. Yeah, uh, dude, you just like dropped your like, your segue stock just dropped so much. I didn't right want to lose but, it. Uh, you're still ahead. You're still ahead. I got too far away from the spooky music, but uh, Music's the Hang Up put out, I think he put a lot of work into this too. It's like a 29 of the Vaporwave Halloween spooky sort of themed records. And he sort of reviewed them all and linked them all. Um, so check that out on his website. We'll also link it in the description as well. Oh, I want to say this. Oh, uh, here, let me link it to you, brother. Because I already disagree yeah, we'll with it. See it. Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> all right. What are we talking about? I got some news. Hit, hit us with it. Got some news. Uh, Global Patterns monthly record came out. Monthly bundle of records came out uh these ones are super aesthetic man they look so tight here let me link you the november bundle i don't know if you guys buy tapes from from tim six at global pattern but he is uh he's awesome man and he he gives so much vaporwave a home i wouldn't have a place uh yeah check out the bundle guys so what is it exactly that this guy does he just he runs a label man he puts out these awesome tapes they're very distinguished too. Like when I see a global pattern tape, I'm like, yeah, knew it. <laughs> he, he he puts the the um the spines upside down is one thing, hmm. and just the way he cuts the cards and the paper he uses and this made with the, love ca- the cases. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all dope. Does that bother you? The spines are upside down. Uh it bothers some, not me, man. I just flip them. I don't <laughs> care. Like I'm not. I'm only looking at it on my shelf right so i just flip it i'm you know you can't look at it from multiple sides at once really so like i don't mm-hmm. see why people i don't know people are picky dude they want everything to be nice and organized in the same way but it is yep. the same way <laughs> it's not you don't understand though. dude you don't understand yeah just don't get it i'll just cut yeah, it flip it glue it something and one of my records has a spine and it's backwards and it bothers me <laughs> 
what uh, what album is it? I let me let me look real quick. It's 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 not a vaporwave album. It's a, something I bought at like a record store. Uh, like because I just buy a bunch of records. Because uh, we gotta we gotta call this bullshit out. We can't let it stand. Mm. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, if it just doesn't match the rest of your collection, it just like it just sticks out like a sore. You thumb, may as well just start from scratch. Yeah, just throw away the entire collection. Doesn't matter. Oh, um, well. Issue nine is still, you know, out there and valid. Uh, our spooky issue, if you haven't checked it out. It's really spooky. Just be careful be when you, careful. When you uh, read it. Uh, I did a Don't feature. read it in the dark. You will get it. It'll. Can we talk about how it was flagged? Cover. Uh, just don't <laughs> let me forget what I was talking about. Then we'll do it. Go, go, Indy. Talk about I what go. you're going to talk about first. Um, I was working on a feature with somebody, R Infinity. He's been on the show. Very cool person. Mm-hmm. He uh, did. He made a record basically for us for the feature. It's super cool, and I just, it's done now, so everybody can check it out if they want to. I also linked it in the feature that I did. It's basically like a making of uh, article, like how to make vaporwave, how to make a vaporwave record from start to finish, and like his thought process, uh, how he came up with the idea for the art, and just all the steps along the way. So it's super cool, and you can listen to the music while you read it. So check that out. Our Infinity, and we'll link it up. Nice. Kick ass. Um, Casino, going back to what you were saying, the uh, so the cover of Private Suite Magazine issue number nine. nine. I always forget what issue we're on, but issue number nine. Um, so we had a, uh, a guest artist for this cover, um, Acid Winzip. Oh yeah, did the cover, and she does some really, really unique, cool work. Um, it fit in perfectly with Defo. the whole spooky theme. Um, it it was just fantastic. Um, so when we released the magazine, we always released the Patreon first. If you're a patron, if you're a patron, um, you get first access to it. So it will be up there for a few days before we actually release it to the the masses. Um, so if you want to, if you want to get it early, make sure you uh, you become a patron at private suite mag or patreon.com slash private suite mag. Um, but anyway, so we, uh, dropped the cover first before we actually dropped the magazine and someone flagged it for, I guess, inappropriate content or something. (laughs) It was me. No, it wasn't. Was it? No, no. Yeah. Which is cool, man. Maybe maybe, whatever. (laughs) That's, it's fine. It's just, it's, it's interesting. I, I, we were just trying to figure out like what it got flagged for. Cause I mean, it's like there's male nipples on it, but that's about and it. What I love though, is that this person that flagged it, Stunlink got the entire private suite, uh, cast, uh, now doing a where's Waldo style hunt on this cover. Trying to figure <laughs> out like, it was probably just like, maybe they got in trouble at work for looking at it. Y'all. And they're like, ah. Oh, I got in trouble, guys. Not it's not safe for work. Because <laughs> it's. I wonder like, if it was even know, like if dark. someone actually flagged it, or if like they have like automatic content screening, like it looks for certain patterns in the pixels and everything, and it says, "Oh, there's a nipple on that," and and they it like automatically flagged it, and they just said that someone did it. I don't no. know. With that said, it, someone... it absolutely tickles me. I love it. No art in the workplace, guys. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not acceptable. <laughs> at all so but it's all good it's all back it it uh, does not have a nsfw tag on it anymore so yeah, we, we searched for that all weenie right. we couldn't find it couldn't find, <laughs> couldn't it. find that no weenie. weenie did you find the record agnos <laughs> uh no okay so it wasn't a record it was actually a tape uh what so, tape was it and it was a tape that was given to me by somebody at the electronic con so 
It was like a mixtape, custom mixtape. Oh, man, don't call your brother out now. I will not do that. So <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one alone. Yeah. yeah. You picture someone like you handing someone a tape. It's like, oh, man, th- oh, you know what? This isn't going to match that the rest like of my collection. <laughs> like, you need, I, I don't just want slap this. slap it out of their hand. Take this crap. Get this <laughs> no, crap out I'm of gonna here. I'm going to have to make it mandatory if you give me a custom mixtape. The spine has to be backwards. Um... Anyone playing any games lately? Oh, of course. It's uh, in the new issue, not that you read it. but You've been um, playing games. You, you Tell us about your, your latest gaming stream thingy. Oh, the stream. Oh, that's just something where me and Rosit get depressed and we shoot the shit for a bit while playing Minecraft. No, the other one, the arcade, the Vaporwave games. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, that's what I'm trying to get segue. Talk about it. Segue, you, man. Just- <laughs> That was like the making of another fire segue, and you just dropped the ball. It's, just playing. It's been a long day. Just playing. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, um, I uh, called it the uh, Private Suite Arcade. Uh, I think it's a uh, brilliant page layout. And uh, So you made that? Oh, no. I, I Hell no. I don't got that who, kind of artistic ability. Oh, my goodness. I want to say it was yeah, I someone. Think I, I think I screenshotted that. It was someone. That narrows it down immensely. Oh, uh, it was um, Seth. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, who, Yeah, it looks great, Seth. Who, it's Casino's rapid fire reviews. Yeah, this is yours. No, no, I wrote it, but I didn't do the background and such. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about, man. You you reviewed all these games. All yes, right. I did. Uh, I <laughs> did. We got went there. on to uh, Itchio, which is like the very very poor man's Steam, uh, and I typed in Vaporwave. Itchio. <laughs> I've never heard it called Itchio. That's that's a good name. What was it called? I just itch.io. Itch, yeah. No, I've, every time I've heard it mentioned, it's pronounced Itchio. But whatever. That's hmm. sweet. That's cool, man. I like it. Uh, but yeah. What's your uh, favorite game? Out of the ones that on Itchio or the ones I reviewed? Uh, uh the, the vaporwave ones. Yeah. Um, the ones in the uh, most recent issue. I really, really liked this game called Creators for Sale. Um, I think it's Creators uh, for Sale. Yeah, it's a uh. A, I think the art style is incredibly unique. Uh, it is incredibly creepy and off-putting, uh, so it's perfect for Halloween. Um, and it's hmm. like a little uh, choose-your-own-adventure game. And uh, you can choose whether or not to pay the creator money. Um, I'd advise you do. It, it's a lot of good fun. Cool. Uh, we also played this, uh, me and Raws on the stream, played this other very um, this very silly game called uh, VHS vs. Betamax. <laughs> what are the rules of VHS versus Betamax? It's like a fighting game, sort of. There are no rules. Oh no! <laughs> no, it's like the Super Smash. <laughs> Betamax just Betamax wins for the most. Is is actually the far superior player and is winning most of the time, but just always. Loses. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can't change history. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter but, uh, you, if Betamax loses. It's the Super Smash Brothers style of fighter, where you play two nameless, faceless people. Uh, one of which uh, prefers Betamax, the other which uh, prefers VHS, and you just violently hurl them at each other. Uh, Trying to get those headshots? No, headshots. It's it's it doesn't matter where in the body you've hit. It it's these things are bulky enough to the point where they'll leave a welt. So you've made your I point. Always, you always gotta go for the head. Yeah, the Betamax are are built pretty well. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're smaller and they're denser, so they're a little bit heavier. So they'll, yeah. they'll do I will, a little more uh, damage. I will for the next issue damage. personally test <laughs> which old, uh, outdated medium makes uh, the best blunt object. 
That would actually be a fun video to do. I would do that um, video. Just, I'll, get, I'll get Ross gets, to help me. Someone yeah. just gets it. You get a Betamax. You get like a laser disc. You get a mini disc. Uh, just one of everything. I just and then throw just, them at Ross and see which one hurts yeah, the most. Just, <laughs> <laughs> What's this uh, game? Executive uh, Towers. Just a disclaimer. We do not recommend that anyone do this at home. I do. <laughs> I recommend it. No, no, oh, we, we don't. Fine, we, fine. Go ahead. Speaking of video games, um, do any of you have... VR video games at all or VR headset. I can't afford that nonsense. Neither can I. Man, I reviewed a VR game in this issue. What you talking about? It's a very cool looking too. Which uh which system do you have? I have a uh, the HP one, the like Windows Mixed Reality. Uh my dad. So I was just hanging out with my dad this weekend and my family over there and my dad just got himself the Oculus Quest. Nice. Mm. And I got to play with that a little bit with a couple of the games he bought. And um that that thing is insane. Like VR has like really like mm-hmm. like stepped up. <laughs> in oh yeah, the last like I don't know how many years, but that like, gets completely wireless. Can you still see? Can you still see the pixels? No, like, uh, no, not really. No? It's it's nice. pretty seamless and it's really really good. Nice. It's, I, I honestly I feel like totally immersed in the world, and uh, they have like the little speakers like right on the headset that um they they have the whole like three-dimensional kind of audio so it just like really mm. pulls you in into the world and then you can be able to set up a region in your living room or wherever you're going to be playing as like a, a safe space to play your vr games and when you start getting to the edge of the regions it starts showing up this wall and when you yeah, get completely all, out all, of the region they all do that yeah oh oh okay well never mind then it's like, a just, just like shit on his parade right there i mean he's like super excited <laughs> about this <laughs> And you're just like, <laughs> oh, the audio, the audio God. part, it, the rest is dope, yo. Keep going. No, no, man. I, I, I've never, I haven't played any VR games like since like the fucking Virtual Boy back when I was oh, like, shit. oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah, Virtual so, Boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm all shit. up on the VR. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was just like really excited about this. And nice, uh, what was your favorite game? Um, we were playing, I forget the name of the game. It's like a Wild West zombie game and you can like shoot zombies and shit and they have like a whole horde mode. Where you try to fight off waves of zombies. Nice. I thought that was tight, and it was very fitting for the Halloween end of the Halloween year season. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sister got to play that for a little bit, and she totally like flipped out. I put it on my Instagram. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it's still up there. I think it might have like fell off by now, but it's awesome. I'll send you guys the videos. Sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I VR love VR. Should be the perfect uh, vaporwave compliment. It certainly I mean, is. I, that's what I was thinking. Like, if you like guys VR need is any aesthetic like, as hell sick ass like vr vaporwave types of games i know that there's that whole um vr chat and then i saw somebody who was it it was a uh, data girl and her boyfriend they, they do this dj thing and they kind of have like a vr chat room just kind of set up is oh, VR chat that's exclusive? right i gotta join that shit up yeah i checked out is it luna and Knox? yeah check them out they uh they were dr- djing a uh, drum and bass it's really good awesome yeah when when do they do that is it like a weekly thing um I caught it last week, and I didn't even know I caught I caught it because they were also streaming the uh, the Pacific Plaza event. Yeah, that they had down in uh L A. in Orange County. I mean, cool. And so that's what I I um I found the Twitch channel, and then they were I think it was on either Friday or Saturday. They were uh, doing a DJ set. Yeah, link us. Let's vinyl. put the the link in the description for their Twitch. Yeah, definitely. I'll, link that I'll shit. Pop that me, in there. Let's check it out. Uh, you were also asking about uh, Executive Towers. Yeah. I love the concept of that game. Uh, and for people that don't know, um, Executive Towers is a uh, album uh, made by Jade Statues, a very good vaporwave artist. I highly recommend the album. But 
it's the album in game form. So it's a very simple walking simulator uh, that by itself would be utter crap. But while you're playing the game, it's also playing the songs from the album. And the setting of each of these songs kind of matches with it very perfectly. And it very much helps set the mood. Uh, And so I really like the idea of a Vaporwave album in this format. Uh, And I hope it's something that uh, other artists do. Dude, you gotta read my article, man. It's the exact same shit. Nano Shrine, you know Nano Shrine, the artist. Yes, it's his game that I reviewed, and it's the same thing. It's like a it's just a hallway it's game. Like Siren, you just right? Walk through it. Yeah, Sacred Siren. Yeah, it's the same concept, sort of. Uh, so that's cool. I'll play this Executive Towers. Although this one's not VR, right? It is not VR. Uh, it is for poor people like me. <laughs> <laughs> what about Vertical Swing, man? You guys are playing that? That looks fun as shit. I think I'd be good at that. Uh, actually, Indy, it's Verlet Swing. Fucking, it is, isn't it? You know? Super aesthetic. Maybe, maybe what do you do? Research? peaches flying around everywhere and shit? Oh, no. it's uh, That game is also VR, but it's uh, not mandatory VR, which is my favorite kind of VR. Um, <laughs> that game's also really fun. I... Uh, Ross got very uh, angry with it last. Well, I got angry <laughs> at him. I had it muted. But uh, yeah, he was uh, streaming, and uh, they got a decent amount. It's a, it's a. The later levels get pretty hard, but it's a, uh, it's a very fun game. I think you get nauseous while playing in VR, though. Yeah, I gotta take yeah, gravel when I go in. It's uh, I remember VR uh, how- troopers. Oh my god, that show! Jesus, that's a great show. It's like you want to. Talk about a blast from the past. My goodness. I was, uh, no, I was going to say, um, <laughs> the first time I saw uh, VR, I, I noticed that all of the games, when the character moved, they didn't really move. They had to teleport around, if yeah. you notice that. Yeah. And I asked my brother why that was. He goes, because they would get, the people get incredibly sick if you just move normally in a VR game. Mm-hmm. And I go, Definitely. no, I won't. And he's like, all right, try this game. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> which game do you remember? I think it was called Pavlov. Oh, like, that's the very, one, man. It's yeah, a basic first-person shooter, and there's just it's, something about counter- moving in VR. It's Counter-Strike. Yeah. It's, it, it is Counter-Strike. Like, the same maps, all that shit. Dust 2, whatever. Aztec, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Office. Yeah. Uh, I love that game. I play it all the time. Pavlov, yeah. But no, it's, it's hard, man. It's like you actually have to... The guns are like real. Everything's real. Like you have to pull the thing off the grenade and reload the guns, and it's fucking hard to figure out, like to get in the rhythm of it. But once you do, oh, it's so smooth, so satisfying. That game, you got to get the headshots. <laughs> That's hard. I played a bit of it, and when I wasn't vomiting, I was missing people. So yeah, you gotta take a gravel, <laughs> man. It's all about the gravel, VR and gravel. Unbeatable combination. We're getting there. We're 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 approaching cyberpunk. We're getting there. We getting there, boy. What else? What else, we, what else are we talking about? I don't know. Do we have anything? Vaporwave else to talk about? personas. What does that mean? Yeah, I uh, wanted to talk about uh, vaporwave personas, and uh, what I meant by that is, well, I mean, uh, you were at uh, Econ One um, and Econ Two, right, Indy? I think all of us were. Yeah, uh, we both were. All of us were. You saw how tele? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at, I was at Econ One. I wasn't at Econ Two. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm talking about, uh, for instance, the it outfit. It was awesome, dude. You should have been there. Yeah, you should have been there, man. I'm <laughs> sure. Thank you. Oh, continue, um, continue. Continue. But uh, I'm talking about uh, guys like uh, Telepath, uh, who, uh, you know, prefer, to, it seems, uh, to remain anonymous and uh, have these stage mm-hmm. personas. 
um, you know, a lot of people were talking about, uh, I think telepath, it was either telepath or someone else, or maybe I dreamt it, that posted uh, this picture of a telepath's outfit on the floor. Like he had just as, like he had just like just dissolved the people were like, oh, he went back to his you know dimension. He's, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a interdimensional traveler and, you know, yep. you know, yep. the Chris something mm-hmm. like that. Do you think that these strange kind of characters that some vaporwave artists have decided to play as, uh, wh- wh- what do you think of them? Uh, along the lines of like, say, Porter Vong, he's got his own persona. Uh, Equip has their own persona. What do I think of them? That they're awesome? No, we love them all. Yeah. I think that they should do as much as they can to keep them going. Yeah, I agree. Part of me is like, as much as I love Porter Vong, I'm a little disappointed that he did reveal um, who he was. I, I feel like that whole thing and just doing the whole like the, the tweets and the, the, the style that he was doing and just pushing that as far as it could go would be was so good. Well, um, to, to and I'm sure it was a difficult choice. He did wear the suit. He has a suit but, and he has a wig now. Yeah. Well, actually, someone stole the wig from him at Electronic yes. Con 2. <laughs> you motherfucker, uh, whoever you are. And he, at the end of it, he like came over. It's like Indy and I were uh, were over by um, talking to Cat Corp while uh, Cat Corp was signing Indy's 18J cards uh, because oh, geez, man. Indy's that guy at the, the convention now. Hey, man. Um, but Porter Vaughn walks over. I, I got wearing, the right wearing, time. Like, time. <laughs> we worked it out Porter, so I wouldn't be yeah, interfering yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. So everybody um, knows. Out, he meant he bummed rush him on stage, screaming, sign yeah. these. Sign these now. <laughs> but, I love you, uh, York. Porter, Porter walks over in his suit and he doesn't have his wig, but he's got like cat ears on instead. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I'm like, what the hell happened? He's like, someone stole my, someone stole my, my wig, but oh, whatever. Oh, that sucks. Whatever. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, he rolled sure. up to but the. He was, um, he was so g- good about it. Like he was so jolly. Yeah, anyway. yeah. He rolled up to the tape swap wearing the wig, yeah, but he just, had on like it was. He wasn't wearing a suit, but he had on the the Porter Vong or not the the Tom Vu suit outfit. Like like a you know like a, a windbreaker and like he looked like what a rich person would wear on their day off while they're in like Florida or something in the nineties. Right, right. In the nineties, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was the great. perfect, the perfect <laughs> casual outfit I imagine, for the like, persona. A sweater around his like waist or neck, like a. No, uh, I think there's pictures of it. If you look at like some of the the pictures and stuff from the tape swap, um, because he he did a set there, you would you can see it. But it was uh, something similar. Yeah, he that. looked he looked just like this picture that was in the chat. <laughs> it was great. It was yeah. awesome. You know what I love if about you've stolen Porter's wig? Please give it back. Please. No, they're going to keep that and try to sell it on the black market. They're going to, they better put it on a statue. That's all I have to say. Right next to the telepath crystal, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. That was crystal. (laughs) Porter Vong's hair. Yeah, exactly. Um, But going back to like your, your question, I I think the personas are great. I would, I, I like that telepath is sticking with it and is not like doing like a reveal or anything. I hope he never does a reveal. Yeah, he shouldn't. Like, (laughs) and I, um, I think it's really awesome because I think it inspires maybe other artists to kind of keep up with their persona and knowing that they can go and do live stuff and just stay in character and not have to do a reveal and kind of people but not even like that mystique. Not even voice stuff like telepath wouldn't like won't do like any voice interviews mm-hmm. with anyone because that like they don't want anyone to know who they are. Right. At all. Um, and I think that's great. I think I think 
having that level of mystery is great. It adds to the whole experience of Vapor. Oh, yeah. And not just, you know, not just music, not just art, but it, it becomes a performance in and of itself. Just to go along with what you were saying, Pony Rich, uh, I wish I could unhear his voice when I was mm. talking to him. Yeah. What a strange insult. <laughs> I don't want to know what he sounds like anymore, but now I, I see it when I look at him, sort of. Yeah. But and and you didn't even see his face, like you didn't no. even know what he looks like, no, and you just hope, heard his no voice way. when you were talking to him for a couple minutes. But yeah, um, yeah, that's interesting. Like you, you almost like you want that level of like mystique to come back. Yeah, and and so that's uh, kind of like um, uh, vaporwave too. Like I wish I could re-experience my first experience, like that mm-hmm. those first few months. Yep. Anyway, that's a did, topic for uh, another day. Who yeah, was the guy definitely. that wore the blue skin suit? That was actually uh, Vapor. Vapor, yeah. But he wore that with for his set with Telepath when mm-hmm. they did their Televape uh, set. So it's not like a uh, character that he wants to no, uh, break out? Blue Man? No, because he ripped, he ripped the, the mask off, the, the head part of it, as soon as they finished the set. So you know who it is. There's no so You can still no go with it, though. Yeah, but I think that was... It, it's You know, he could easily say, yeah, it's, it's Televape, and then he just comes out wearing the exact same thing mm-hmm. that he was wearing for his set earlier. Um, Man, I mean, uh, and Jeff already, still in, and Jeff still already performs it. himself and during yeah. the Vaporware set anyway, so he kind of just does that setup when he's done Televape. So kind of... Yeah. So it's not just like one right. guy without a costume yeah. and one guy with a costume. <laughs> that would look yeah, kind of exactly. weird. I think, I think we'll... Uh, by the way, I should say I absolutely agree with you. I, I eat this shit up, so uh, absolutely um, more of this, and I think we will see more of it, um, considering how positively. I hope so. Uh, I really uh, hope so. Telepath, yeah. Uh, who who would you want to see develop a persona? Uh, like hmm. one that we could, you could see live. Well, first of all, thank you for the great discussion topic. Well, that's why I'm here. It, it is. No, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like I, you know, I know you apologize or what. I know you said. By the way, I'm with you, and um, because sometimes in order to get a good discussion going, you have to play devil's ad- advocate a little bit, right? So, thank you. Um, I would say I didn't have a time moment to think while I was speaking, so hopefully someone else did and can take over. For me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I think I think I'm looking at my tapes like fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, I don't know if I want anyone to start a persona. Like, it, I feel like it needs to be a new project. Fresh. Well, they're like, completely and, fresh. And you couldn't know. Like, obviously, Porter was Metaprise. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we didn't know about that until, like, he actually said something. I but know. I wouldn't want... I, we know you did, Indy. It's great. <laughs> but the, there it's are great. artists that that are, like, anonymous, but they haven't done live shows. So they, I'm, like, looking forward to yeah. new costumes and things like that. But... Um, Sorry to cut you off. Let me, let me look at my tape. Coming here. out in a full Sailor Moon outfit. <laughs> Just a young Bay is actually an anime girl. <laughs> yeah, all the the times he's done live shows, like just looking like what we know young Bay looks like. That, that's actually a costume. It's actually just a, a Japanese anime. Got girl. one. <laughs> Go ahead. I got a good one, guys. Go ahead. Desert Sand. I was gonna say I was just gonna really say that no too. way. I was gonna say like take like a jar of sand, like put it in front of like a microphone and a turntable, but have the real one guy like there. under like the DJ table. Yeah, and exactly. Guys back at the sound booth. <laughs> it's just a jar of sand just sitting <laughs> on the table. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to go off off headset for a second to look at some tapes, but that that would be sick, man. Oh my god, it would be so aesthetic. Holy shit. 
I would think considering how kind of secretive Infinity Frequencies is that uh, yeah. he'd be a good person to have a persona. Is he still making music? Ah, when was the last time an Infinity uh, Frequencies record came out? Hang on. I love his stuff, I should say. I'm a big fan of his. Oh, absolutely. Computer Gaze. I think it was Between Two Worlds in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, but that would be uh, yeah. that would be that would, for sure that makes sense. He's a household name in Signal Wave. Anything or in Signal Wave or uh, Slush Wave, like it's perfect. Tran- Dream Channel or Channel of Dreams would be good. I've heard it like there's a new vaporwave genre every other day. I'm not holding my. I'm not. <laughs> I've lost track of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a new vaporwave artist every other day. I've lost track of them. Yeah, he's he's been around the other day, not for too long, but he's got a lot of records. Oh, there's Blank Banshee, of course, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. That, he, that's another that's, good one. That's a good that. example, yeah. I wish I could yeah, see him gonna, one day. <laughs> like live? or? Yeah, I haven't been. I, I guess I found out that he came through Oakland last year, and I didn't even know about it, and I was really pissed when I found that out. Dang. Yeah, big Bla- uh, Blank Banshee is one of those guys that I probably credit them. I would probably credit Blank Banshee the most as far as getting me into vaporwave. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely Blank Banshee got me in because I used to listen to nice. trap music back then. Oh, yeah. I put Team Pregnancy on repeat. And if uh, that's a song, Team Pregnancy is a say, song. That's a, that's a strong quote for you, right? <laughs> you getting out of there, boy. Out I love context. Team Pregnancy. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> oh, man. Cosmic Cycler would also be cool. Yep. Oh, I can wallow in this question all day. Yeah, because it's fun to think about. Like, I I love it when people put on a show. Uh, heavy metal does the same thing, and that's why I'm you know a heavy metal fan. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's the more theatrics, the better. I want mm-hmm. I want pyro. I want lasers. I want masks. You're a purist. I want sand. I want sand. Speaking of vapor trap and uh, personas, imagine if there was actually a cocaine Jesus. What would that show be like? <laughs> <laughs> like a guy dressed up like in a robe, looks like, like Jesus, man, like Jesus, white powder around his nose. Out. Uh, that would be such an insane show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those like lines off of his out of mind. Dick. <laughs> turntable. Yeah, the, 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 no, it's uh, turntable he spinning, puts on a turntable. Just, like, yeah, yeah, it lets it come to his nose. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kid. Stay That's in school. Right. Stay in school. Don't stay, do drugs. Stay in drugs. <laughs> Don't do school. Okay, again, we do not condone that. Please do not do that. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Don't do drugs now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, do we got bad. anything else to talk okay. about? Okay. What are we talk about? I think hmm. that's. I think that's pretty yeah. much it. We we covered quite a bit of ground this episode. I would say so. Yeah, I think this is a good episode, mainly because I was here. Hey. Well, I'm glad we got the casino seal of approval. We don't have to delete it now. We can actually release it. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. So great. You're very welcome. I was glad to be here. Awesome. Cool. We have any other housekeeping? Anything to go over? Uh, can I just give a quick shout out? Sure. Sure. Hi, mom. All right, that's all. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> Hi, Casino's mom. Great. First, I thought you said I'm um, and I was waiting for it. I, I thought you said like I'm <laughs> on, like oh, you're like I'm on Twitter or whatever. And it's like no, just hi, mom. Right. Yeah. No, hi, mom. Are you on Twitter? Okay. And dad, I guess. Oh yeah, I am on Twitter. Are you on Twitter? I don't have Where? Twitter. What What's your at? Uh, on Twitter. What's oh, your ad? Uh, yeah, we know you're on Twitter. We just asked you that. What? Where? Yeah. Like, like it's, Twitter's a big I mean, place. The, the, like, where can we find you? I right now? You scrolling? Uh, casino underscore PSM. Oh, okay. nice. Thought you were gonna say just just search Casino and you'll find me. Nice. That might I be a little tough. Immistakable. I am okay. truly the only Casino on the internet. Yeah, check out his work in the magazines, everybody. It's good stuff. Yeah. Work is a very strong word, but 
Sure. Yeah, you got to get to have, work, son. Do, do we it. have like a list of like a, a Twitter list of all the PSM staff? Because we do. if we don't, we should make one. We, d- we dude, should. read the magazine. It's in the front cover. No, you're talking like an actual like list on Twitter, like a list, a Twitter list. Yeah, oh, like you can make I a li- yeah, you, you can, can make, make lists. I have a list for like everybody in the GCFC. Oh, nice. So if we had like a list for the entire cool. George, staff, George Clinton fan club for those who are not yes privy to that that <laughs> who, uh, who have not been there. baptized. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Indoctrinated in the the good the good word that is George That's Clinton. Right. You should make one, Agnes. Give ten bucks a month for. Our- Lord and Savior George Clinton. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll make I, I can make one. Let me just. Uh, uh, we're, uh, we're playing. We're playing lots of games on Twitch. If anyone likes to watch people play games and watch, yeah, people they know sort of, they know the voices of already play games. You can check us out on Twitch, and I might help them buy Minecraft again. They know of us. <laughs> they do. They do know of. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, trying to. Um, rebuild uh, the cover of uh, Palm Mall in Minecraft and it's it's not it's not going great I'm not going to lie but we're doing our best <laughs> we're getting there I believe it's in you guys it's, it turns out it's really hard I've watched you guys you're so like you know it has to be perfectly symmetrical and everything I'm like well this is going to look great yeah we're, we're getting there <laughs> we won't but we'll try exactly oh I just imagine this completely no, make the scale today. <laughs> um, I have to go I'll have to get in there and, and take a look. Yeah, please help us. Come in come in and see what the uh the state of the state of the mall is right we now. We have like half a palm tree and an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> Almost there. Awesome. Almost yeah. cool. Um Indy Ognos, where can people find you? Um, find me on Twitter or Instagram at Ognos Music. Uh, you can email me at indie at privatesweetmag.com if you want to write me something long. Otherwise, Twitter, Indie Advent. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. And just so it's all nice together, again, this is casino underscore PSM at Twitter. Nice. Awesome. You can find me at PHLSFO on Instagram and Twitter for the podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Private Suite Pod, uh, Instagram at Private Suite Pod as well. And then for Private Suite Magazine at Private Suite Mag on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Private Suite Mag, uh, Patreon.com slash Private Suite Mag, and of course, PrivateSuiteMag.com, the new home for the Private Suite Podcast, as well as the Discover tool and all sorts of other news and whatnot your there. Vaporwave so, needs. Uh, check us out there. Give us a call on the hotline 412-44-VAPOR. And uh, I think that's... So happy we got that number. <laughs> Has anybody called I... in recently? We oh, haven't we gotten shit. anything well, We have recently. one voicemail to play, don't we? Oh, we do? I don't think so. I thought you said there was one waiting after... Oh, that was... No, we're, we're fine okay. for right now. All right. Well, we'll call uh, us, people. We'll, we'll, yeah, please call us and uh, we'll... We'll uh, listen to your comments or whatever. So or I'm going to have to call. Like voicemails. Or Casino's going to have to call with another philosophical question. Look, awesome. forward, look forward to a call from my mom. Hello. My name's <laughs> Andy Invant, and I have a question for the Private Speed Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just trolling. My name's um, Bassino. There you go. All right. <laughs> My name is Agnos. Um, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, 
until next time, uh, be sure to back up your flash drives and hard drives. That's right. Back and, up your uh, shit. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. All right. Later. Adios. Later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Private Suite Podcast.